Calling all curious, kind, and loyal kids. Wonder Club Explorers is an independent scouting program where kids have fun earning colorful patches like Nature Explorer, Obstacle Ninja, Plain Air Painter, and more. The best part about Wonder Club Explorers is there is no need to fundraise or add yet another meeting to a busy schedule. Let's make childhood an adventure again. Wonder Club Explorers is a great way to encourage your kids to be screen-free and outdoors. Use code BELOYAL for 20% off your order. Visit wonderclubexplorers.co for more info. Hi, and welcome to the Run Wild My Child podcast, where we discuss the benefits and importance of getting kids outside and help parents get their kids off screens and out the door. I'm Sarah McCarty, mom of three and founder of Run Wild My Child, a resource website filled with outdoor adventures for families and easy ways to make outdoor time fun and enjoyable for everyone, even if you're not outdoorsy. We're all parents here, and we know that getting outside with kids isn't always or ever easy. So we're here to discuss the mess and the meltdowns right along with the memories and the magic. Thanks so much for being here. Today on the podcast, we have Michelle Garrett. Michelle spends her days working on projects to improve the quality of life for the citizens of her community, and she spends her nights reading books to her six-year-old about every kind of dinosaur there ever was. She's a busy California mom that manages to juggle full-time day job with early morning exercising, fine jewelry making, and outdoor time with her family. A few years ago, she created a company called Wonder Club Explorers which helps inspire wonder and curiosity in little kids by allowing them to earn merit patches and pennants for outdoor adventures. She's also written posts for our website about outdoor activities that build character and ways to cultivate nature-inspired literacy in kids. She's here today to talk with us about work-life balance and how to prioritize outdoor time with kids when you work full-time. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm really excited to tackle this topic. It's near and dear to my heart as a full-time working parent myself. So um, I'm hoping that we can inspire some parents to get outside with their kids and carve out some time and help them with ways to get out when they're already overwhelmed and busy. Definitely. Well, let's start with a little bit of of your background. So can you just tell us about yourself and what you do and your family and all of it? Absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, my name is Michelle and I'm a mom to a six-year-old. I grew up in Southern California. So I lived in and grew up in a beachside community called San Clemente. Uh, I'd lived on the East Coast for a little bit during my college years, but I always knew that I would return to California, one, because my family's here, and two, because I just, I love the weather. Um, Our family now lives in a small suburb of Los Angeles, and we're nestled at the base of the San Gabriel Mountains, which is a perfect spot for recreation and outdoor adventures. Um, But generally, I spend my days working full-time in local government, which for me means long days and sometimes late-night meetings. And I found that uh, as a mom, especially when I went back to work, that it meant I had little time for the typical parent meetups that would happen during the day. 
I didn't want that to be an excuse uh, to not venture outside or expo expose my son to um, all the learning opportunities that come from exploring nature. So that's why I started uh, my business, Wonder Club Explorers, to help uh, inspire and give ideas to other parents and caregivers on how to um, how to carve out time for outdoor adventures when maybe you don't have time for for meetups and and actual programs. Uh, and that was kind of the impetus for why this all started. I love this concept of this, and I'm absolutely obsessed with your company. So let's just jump into into that and, and tell us a little bit about what Wonder Club Explorers is and um, how it's really changed parenting for you. Sure. Um, I'll actually go back to right before I launched the company. Um, as part of my full-time job, I was organizing a walk. It was really a hike in uh, our local mountains with the mayor of our city. And I had my three-year-old with me. I didn't have uh, child care coverage that day, so he had to tag along. And I put him in this really cute hiking vest that had tons of patches, uh, and there were my old patches, all over it. And I was struck by the interest that uh, lots of parents on the hike had. They said, hey, that's so cute. Did your son earn those patches? And I thought about it, and I thought about all the adventures that we'd had together. Um, you know, even though I couldn't do it during the day, I, I made time for, you know, being a weekend warrior where we'd go hiking and we'd go tide pooling and we'd do all these cool things together. And as I thought about it, I thought, you know, he's really earned lots of these patches and then some, and he was like three years old. So I, I thought about how I could turn that into a business. And, um, and that was kind of where it all started. So from there, I started developing uh, patches and pennant designs and structuring this in such a way that anybody could do it. So typical scouting programs, you have fundraising requirements, you have meetings, especially, you know, pre-COVID, you would have had lots of meetings to go to. But for me, I, I couldn't participate in those. So I, I structured it in such a way that anybody could do it, no matter what your circumstance, no matter if you're a full-time mom, a caregiver, a nanny, you could just pick up and go. And so what it is, is Wonder Club Explorers is an open-ended and self-guided scouting program. And caregivers and kids work together to earn patches and pennants. And there are nine fields from which kids can earn patches, and there are 18 of them. And each patch comes with a pennant that has a prompt for an activity. And families can either decide to follow the activity as prescribed on the pennant, or they can expand on it and get creative and kind of make it their own thing. And once the activity is completed, kids earn their patch. It's ironed onto a cute little adventure vest. And, um, and then the pennant can be hung in their room as a, as a sign of their accomplishment. I love this idea so much. It is absolutely adorable. I, I help uh, run my daughter's Girl Scout troop. And it is incredibly hard to find the time to do this. And there's a lot of things that come along with scouting that I don't necessarily love. So being able to to do this on your own and to give your kids a physical reminder of their adventure is just so much fun. Do you, Does your son remember the stories of, of each patch? Well, not only does he remember the stories, but he's a collector. I'm, I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to taking their kids out on walks or hikes and coming back with 
uh, endless numbers of sticks and rocks and things like that. One of the ways that he remembers these activities that, that we engage in together is one from the patch that he's earned, but also from the mementos that he's brought back with him. And so that was kind of why we went with an adventure vest for Wonder Club Explorers. It's filled with tons of um, zippered pockets and, and Velcroed pockets. So that way he can stick all these mementos inside. He generally like between pictures and patches and these physical mementos, he has a good memory of all of the fun activities that we've been able to get outdoors and, and just have fun with. That is so awesome. When do you find the time to carve out adventure time? And do you plan all these activities in advance or does it kind of come naturally once you're out and about? So sometimes there's an element of planning involved, but generally you'll find us outdoors, you know, once school lets out or on the weekends. Um, And we usually reserve that weekend time if, if we're up for it to go a little bit farther outside of our our home base for a weekend adventure. So if we can get to the desert or to the beach, you know, it's all within a, a short drive of where we live, then we try to try to do that. And I like to expose him uh, to different environments uh, so he can learn about, you know, biodiversities of different areas and just have that real life exposure that learning on a computer, on a tablet in school, it's all great. But so much learning comes from being out in the the real world. And so that's why I like to make sure that uh, outdoor time, nature time, and new environments are are shown to him as regularly as we can make it. That's great that you have so many areas and climates and diversity around where you live. I know that that's not always the case for, for some of us. Could you talk about a little bit about what your favorite activities to do with your son are? Absolutely. Um, so pre-COVID, I'll, let me just say pre-COVID because that's a lot of right. circumstances <laughs> that we're in right now. But we we live so close to a hiking trail and that was our favorite get up and go activity um, was to go out and explore the trails and, you know, see how many animals we could spot, different types of trees. Um, so that would always be our number one. Uh, We get to do it a little bit less now because a lot of the trails are closed near us. Um, My son is at an age right now where he's into bike riding and he just learned how to ride a two-wheel bike. So it was a a big milestone for him. Trying to go bike riding is, uh, and incorporating bike riding time is huge for us. We're a big biking family. But besides those two uh, activities, I would say that we love tide pooling. It's always fun to see what sort of creatures and marine life we might find hiding and, and popping out depending on the time of day. And then the other activity, which we're doing a lot of right now, is just walking. Because our hiking trails are closed, uh, we're enjoying walking. And what we generally do is we take a book. He's a, an early reader. So we take a book along with us and we find either a nice bench or uh, some shade, and we just sit down and we read. It's super special. I I love this time that we have together, and that's probably one of my favorite things to do right now with him. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Easy to do anywhere you are, and so special for kids, having that one-on-one time and getting to read outside, racking up those outdoor hours. 
Do you struggle with, like I do right now, is a little bit different because I'm working from home currently, but I find during the winter months when it gets dark so early that it's dark when I go to work, it's dark when I come home, and I really struggle with trying to get outside in the evenings or you know finding finding daily time to get outside with the kids as a working parent. Do you struggle with that as well? I do. And my work situation right now is a little bit of a mixed bag because um, on account of COVID, I... I'm in the office a couple days a week and uh, working remotely uh, the remainder of the time. And when you try to juggle all of the demands of school and work, it is really tough to get outside. And the struggle is real for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so what I do, like the example about taking our walks and taking a book with us, that helps to satisfy some of the, the learning requirements that are being pushed out by our school district. Uh, and instead of sitting inside reading, we do it outside. And along the way, we're, we're commenting on nature and, you know, picking up rocks and, you know, searching for little snakes if we could find them. We're doing stuff like that to try to incorporate nature into the, the regular workday, school day. But that means, though, on the weekends, it's all the more important for us to prioritize being outside. And I think the struggle, and I'm, I'm guilty of it myself, you know, you, you get into this routine and, and maybe you're just tired and there's other things to do and you just want to sit and veg. And sometimes I have to give myself a pep talk. And what I typically say to myself is, you know, that good old Nike slogan, just do it. And once I, I tell myself, just do it. And I get up and I go, I don't think twice about it. And again, it can be as simple as just going outside and taking a walk, but you have to get outside and you have to just do it. Yes, I definitely agree with that and feel like sometimes the biggest hurdle is just getting the motivation to get up and go. It seems like getting the bag packed and the snacks and picking a place to go can sometimes feel more overwhelming than the activity itself. And if you can get past that, it's almost always, it is always, it's always worth it. Definitely. And, and I will say that, um, like I was never a, a Girl Scout myself, so I, I probably don't abide by all the, um, the Girl Scout mottos of preparation and stuff. And, and certainly there's preparation that needs to be done for outdoor activities. But if we're going on a, a short hike and we know the terrain, I'm really just packing like water and a little tiny snack. I, I try to pack light. So that way it's it's less of a hurdle to get out the door. And I, I know we're going to survive if it's if it's an hour out and and we're coming back. Yeah, that's a great point. If it's just a, qu a quick out and back, um, don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Right. I also, and I don't know if this would work for everyone, but most of our adventures, we have to drive somewhere and I just keep a bag stocked in the car and have that ready with a change of clothes and some snacks, water bottles, and then it's just ready. We can just get in the car and go anytime we need to. That's, that's a great idea. It doesn't always work out like that. <laughs> yes, it is in theory, um, but it also requires, you know, keeping it stocked and making sure that there are actually diapers in there um, and that I didn't go through them all last time. And yeah, easier said than done. 
Yeah, I remember the early days of being a mom and having a big diaper bag filled with all kinds of stuff. And I hardly would ever touch it. So I, I've had to train myself to be a little bit more of a minimal, minimalist when, when packing. But there is definitely value in, in being prepared. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I have found that as my kids get older, they get better about getting themselves prepared and getting the things that they need and want to have. So it does take a little bit of the burden off of me to have everything that they could possibly ever need ready so they can, you know, they can put their own shoes on and they can dress themselves and they can pack their own snack bag and water and put that in their backpack. Um it doesn't always happen and I have one child that thinks he doesn't need anything and one child who would like to bring all of her Barbies and dolls and multiple outfit changes <laughs> anywhere we go. So um, I guess there's good and bad that comes with that. Hey, she likes to be prepared. <laughs> she does. <laughs> and the Barbies also have to be prepared. Why was it important to you to raise your kid outside and to spend spend so much time outside? It's important to me because that's how I grew up. I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just that's the way things were back then. And so for me, I feel like there's been a societal shift, especially with technologies. There's so many leashes, electronic leashes that kind of keep us tied to home and kids wanting to be home. So I felt it was important right from the jump. Like, hey, we got to we got to make sure that our son knows how to climb trees, knows how to navigate a trail. And so it was very important for me that those activities were prioritized in how we um, approached, just approach life. And it's so important for kids to be outside, you know, between fresh air and change of scenery and just the, the general physicality of that comes with running free. These are all reasons to make sure our kids are, are outside. And I think the benefits are huge, but, you know, as, as the days get shorter, like you, we talked about between balancing demands of both my husband and my careers, it, it does make it hard to, to always fulfill that desire to be outside. Uh, but just knowing it's there, I think helps to remind us and, um, and make sure that, that we incorporate it in, in some way, shape or form. And so whether it's through structured activity or just free time running and playing. I, I just, it makes me happy to see my son have a love and appreciation for the outdoors. And he's only six years old. And I know that it wouldn't have happened had we not, you know, made sure that that was a priority for our family. I love that you're making it a priority. And I think that really just that mindset of putting outdoor adventure time at the top of your list of things to do makes such a big difference. There will always be work and there will always be laundry and dishes and things that need to happen. But putting that priority and the emphasis on getting outside with your kids, just making that mindset shift to just do it, like you said, uh, can mean all the difference. I don't know if you struggle with this as, as much as I do, but I also wanted to talk to you just a little bit about... Um, I guess working mom guilt. Do you do you struggle with this at all with feeling like you're missing out on things or other moms who are home um homeschooling or working from home get more access to their kids? What are your struggles as a working mom? So, I think it's a, a mix of guilt and envy, which I I feel like I 
I hate admitting that, but um, I definitely had working mom guilt right away when I, I went back to work when my son was about six months old. I, I was blessed with a, a very long maternity leave. And as soon as I dropped my six month old off at his daycare, I had pangs of guilt in my heart over, over doing that. But, you know, eventually I settled into a routine where I, I felt less guilt. It made it that much more important for me, the time that I wasn't at work, that I was devoting it to, to him and our relationship and, and just watching him grow. I'm definitely there with guilt and it is hard. Um, once he started elementary school and especially during daylight savings, I was picking him up, him up and it was pitch black and I felt terrible about that. Um, so I would try to make it up to him in other ways uh, at home. The other part of it for me, and right now it's different because of COVID, because I get to work a little bit from home. I get to spend a little bit more time with him. I know that this won't last forever and eventually we're going to go back to a a more normal uh, situation and more normal life. So for me, I'm relishing the time that I get to put in with him at home and just see how silly he is in the classroom and, you know, help him where he's, he might be struggling and then just enjoying the time we can carve out to be outside. So, so all that being said, yes, I definitely had mom guilt. I have a little bit less of it right now, but I'm sure once we go back to normal, I think I'll probably have that mom guilt, uh, those pangs all over again. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that never goes away. Like you, I have gotten a lot better with mine. And one of the things that always helps me is just knowing how intentional I am with the kids when I'm not at work and being able to shut it off and leave work at work and really spend that time with the kids when I'm at home, doting on them and playing with them and getting them outside. So I will say, though, that um, because of my job, I'm often being emailed or receiving calls that I have to respond to uh, after regular working hours. And my son is now of an age where not only does he notice, but he calls me out on it. <laughs> yep. And that is that is like the most awful feeling when your son is telling you, mom, get off the phone or, you know, mom, look at me. And I just, I feel like I've been caught red handed, especially if he's trying to show me something and I'm like, I've got one eye on the phone and, you know, one ear towards his direction. Um, so I do, I do know that I need to be better about that. It's a little bit of a mom fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a fail. It's, it's, inevitable. And I, th I think when you have a profession and a career that requires that, sometimes sometimes you have to. I think having that flexibility to answer an email from your phone, it it's not great all the time, but it also gives you the freedom to, to answer an email from the park or out on a hike. So it is it is a little bit of give and take. And I do always try to remind myself that my kids will benefit from seeing me work. And I think that it, to me, it matters, you know, to, for them to see that I have a career that I love and that I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. This is like therapy for me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. 
So do you have any advice for working parents right now that are struggling to find the time or have the energy or the daylight hours to get outside with their kids? I think the best advice I could give would be just to be patient, be patient with yourself, be patient with your kids, and just to keep things in perspective. There are very few things that are worth getting, you know, riled up and worked up about. And we're we're so lucky. We're so lucky to have our health, to have careers if if uh, and jobs to help us pay our bills. I always am reminded of that, you know, with all the stresses of what comes with being a working parent. I'm reminded that this allows me to do things with my son and, you know, afford little niceties here and there. So with that, though, you have to be patient. Um, just just as you explained and reminded me, it, it allows us the opportunity to have flexibility and your children get to see you work and and understand what it means to save and um, work hard and and be able to afford things. So so that I think is uh, is important that perspective and and that would be my advice to parents is just be patient, have perspective. When you're not feeling up for an outdoor adventure, just remind yourself that it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It could be very simple and and sometimes you just just do it. Just got to do it. Yeah, sometimes the most simple outdoor activities are the best because it's easy and there's less pressure and you can find yourself really enjoying just a walk around the neighborhood with your kids or just spending time in the backyard together. Yeah, and one of the things that we are close to a a downtown environment, so sometimes we just make our walk at more of a a city uh, street stroll and look at, you know, different artwork and all the things that make our our downtown so vibrant. So it doesn't matter if if you live near the mountains and near hiking trails or if you're in a downtown, there's plenty to plenty of see, plenty to explore and and plenty to do. Uh, Michelle, I usually think that it's fun to end these episodes with a recommendation. So I was hoping that you could give us some kind of a recommendation, and it can be anything, an activity or a book or a game or whatever you would like. So uh, what would you like to recommend to parents today? So one thing that I I would like to recommend to parents is uh, a book called Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, This is something that I started with my son probably two, three years ago, uh, as we were starting our outdoor adventures. And I, I mentioned to you that he likes to collect things, keep little mementos of places we've explored, uh, cities we visited. And so this book is all about collecting and understanding the wonders of the natural world. What we do is, whether it's shells or a lobster uh, skeleton, or the, uh, the exoskeleton of a snake, random things that we found, they make for interesting uh, displays and endless conversation. So one thing I would recommend is checking out this book called The Cabinet of Curiosities and consider starting your own curiosity cabinet as a memento and reminder of all the cool adventures you do with your children. I absolutely love that. Thank you for that recommendation. We will link to that in the show notes. Michelle, for everybody that wants to follow along and to check out your company, uh, where can we find you online? Sure. So you can find us at wonderclubexplorers.co, not .com, .co. 
Uh, and that's where we have a lot of information, some blog posts about outdoor adventuring with kids. And then you could follow us, follow along uh, on Instagram at Wonder Club Explorers. Uh, and then for all the, the listeners, I would like to offer a special discount if that's okay. Absolutely. So if, if you're interested in learning more about Wonder Club Explorers and picking up your own adventure kit with vest and uh, 18 patches and pennants, visit wonderclubexplorers.co and at the checkout, uh, type in Be Loyal, and that'll give you a 20% discount uh, on the merchandise. Thank you. That is Awesome. I, I can't wait to to share that with everyone. And please, everyone, go check that out. This is a, such a cute idea, and kids are going to love this. And it's something that you can do along with your child, that they're not, you know, they're not doing in scouts without you, and you will have the opportunity to go on all of these adventures together and have a physical memento of your exploration. Well, I think that is a wrap. Thank you, Michelle, for being here today. Thanks to everyone for listening and prioritizing outdoor play. I hope this discussion has inspired you to spend some time outside with your kids and has helped you to find new ways to encourage your child to run wild. Hey, before you go, wanted to let you know that this summer, Run Wild My Child is launching a magazine. That's right, a real-life, physical, printed, hold-it-in-your-hands, get-off-of-a-screen magazine. As the world is going digital, we're going more analog. Each issue is jam-packed with gorgeous photography and inspiring stories from moms just like you who are out there adventuring with your kids. You'll find outdoor parenting advice, seasonal challenges, activity lists, book and gear recommendations for moms and kids, creature features, jokes, planner pages, and tons of creative ideas to keep your family excited about getting outside. If you're ready to get off your screens and turn up the fun this summer, you can subscribe on our website or using the link in the show notes below. As a subscriber, you'll also get access to our exclusive online community, Adventure Up, where you can connect with other outdoorsy moms who are ready to take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Inside the membership, you get access to bonus materials, online workshops and presentations, and it's a great place to ask questions, get advice, give your own recommendations, and make friends. Don't miss out. The summer issue of the Run Wild My Child magazine launches in early June. Happy adventuring!